Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. We're here today with Sandy and Bob Williams. Bob is one of my favorite artists. He's responsible for painting a variety of bear fever bears around Boyertown. And he and Sandy have um, two locations, but they've kind of retired to Rockport, Massachusetts, which is one of my favorite places in the world. And one of the places, one of the things that drew us together or bonded us very, very early. Bob's the artist in the family. Sandy's the writer. Sandy has done writing workshops here at Studio B and has published two books of her own, which she may tell you about in just a little while. But welcome, Sandy, to Be Inspired Podcast. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Good, good. Tell me a little bit about your books, first of all. Oh, well, when we retired in 2013, we went to Rockport and we were going to stay a year. I didn't have any plans to write a book. I did want to do some writing, though. And I found a diary of a woman who lived in Rockport in the mid-19th century, and she kept a diary. And I, when I read it, I just thought it was so beautiful, so beautifully written. And it told us something about Rockport and Cape Ann, but also just about her as a young woman, mm. having married recently, and lost a child before the child was a year old. <clears throat> her husband went off to the gold rush. So there was some drama in it. And I had the idea just to bring her back to life in Rockport and maybe have other people read it. So I created Moss on Stone, mm-hmm. that's the name of the book. Um, it's a little novella, a little historical novella. And it's, um, I used her diary as a basis for it and then I created a story around it that would be consistent with her life anyway. She's looking back on her life from the afterlife, waiting to come back. Oh, very cool. Now, what are your views on that? Does that reflect your understanding of the universe? Well, I don't understand the universe. (laughs) Above our pay grade, right? (laughs) All I know is that I'm I'm a doubter of almost everything, but I do think that's a possibility. It makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Karma and reincarnation. I don't know if it's real, however we know it. Yeah. But it seemed to be a way and also to have her story told yeah so that's what I chose that's really beautiful I've always been the opinion that um what happens to us after this experience we're in together we have no way of knowing so I'm kind of believer in everything that's right (laughs) everything or nothing you know whatever (laughs) but um I just try to have a good time while I'm here and I know you do too now my understanding is Sandy that you are looking to put this together as a play is that correct I have been thinking about it but I don't feel like I've come up with the right way to present it 
So okay. I'm still working on that. I okay. haven't really written anything down. Okay. But I would like to bring it maybe to that area, Cape Ann, as maybe like a one-woman show. Very good. Very so good. Now, have you always written, Sandy? I guess I have. Um, Who's I inspired you as a writer? As a writer? Well, hmm. Well, I was always a reader. I okay. think that's the thing that got me started reading very early on. And I remember going to the library uh, outside of a little town in Philadelphia um, and just picking many books and bringing them home and reading them, bringing them back and getting some more. And um, I picked them by the cover. Like, Did you I, really? Yeah. And I remember picking this one called Silk and Satin Lane. Okay. I must have been seven, six, I don't remember. But on the cover, it was a bright fuchsia cover, and it had a little uh, silhouettes of Chinese or Asian people with uh, umbrellas. And I, I didn't know what silk, and I mean, I've heard of silk and satin, okay. but I had never touched it. I didn't know sure. what it was. Looking back, thinking, oh, this is something that's not like me. I mean, that's what I'm No kidding. I think that's what attracted me to it, that I've always been attracted to other cultures or other ways of being. And um, I guess that's what reading does for us, right? Brings us into other... It certainly other does. I had the best time um, <clears throat> in my teaching. The very first day I met my students, I'd take them to what I called the Forest of Knowledge, which, of course, was the library. <laughs> and I made them sit there in the stacks. And I'd say, now look around you. What do you see? And, of course, they'd say books. I said, no, 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 no. Those are people on the shelves. And if you squint your eyes just right, you can see them waving to you. And they want you to take them off the shelves and have coffee with them so that they can share with you their experiences, their thoughts, their opinions, whatever, that you will never experience or know about unless you take them off the shelves and they, let you, and, and they share with you through your reading. That's well, they, of course, thought I was nuts. And I really, you know. <laughs> Until they got the books and brought them home. I'd tell them that um, just like the books on the shelves, you know, there were things that perhaps I, as an old lady in their <laughs> lives, could perhaps offer them. And I promised during our work together that we would always, and they could challenge me on it any day, any day they wanted to, but what I promised to do with them was to share with them who they, or try to have them answer one of three important questions that should be part of any education anywhere. Who are you? Why do you do what you do? And how can you make life better for yourself? And I waited for them. My brother asked me just a week or so ago, <laughs> did any student ever challenge you on that? It's like, no, they never did. But I was did really they eager. Now, they really, they, I, I was waiting for them to ask me in the middle of a grammar lesson because I, <laughs> I, I had an but argument it's just prepared. just planting a seed. You planted seeds, whether they right. the answers to that, those questions or not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, but it was always it, it was always kind of fun. So a time and tide. Time and tide is a completely different kind of. It's a series of short stories. Yes, is that correct? It is. I call it a collection of tales because it's sort of there's sort of a you know a little twist to each one that's a little bit unusual, not quite magical realism, but something. A but little there's strange. a fantasy <clears throat> element to it. Yeah, that explores it. something that is what out of common experience. Can we say that? Yeah, I would hope that it would you know, speak to that. For Which people. is your favorite tale? Do you have one? Um, hmm. I, well, the first one I wrote was called, is called um, Blue Sky. Um, oh, gosh. It's okay. Anyway, 
It was the first one I wrote, and it's based on my friend Marianne, who was a best friend of mine. We taught together. <clears throat> She's since passed away. But it was just uh, about her life, in a way. It was okay. traumatized. So that's one of my favorites emotionally. Yeah. But I think the, the f best one or that I like is the first one, which is the one that ties all the stories together. It's called Book of Hours. Okay. Book of Hours. Very good. Well, <clears throat> where can these books be found, Sandy? Well, on Amazon uh, and on in Barnes & Noble. Not in Barnes & Noble store. Store, right. Online. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And Very I have good. a whole bunch at home. <laughs> 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 very good very good and of course sandy has contributed to all of the books that studio b has produced over the years agony and ecstasy layers of language the uh, one called to be muse rant wabi sabi and our upcoming uh book called superheroes what the world needs That's now it's been a wonderful uh experience and an idea that you have i tell you what people have been our writers have been so great grateful for the opportunity to share who they are through That's their right. well that inspires work. us to have that little prod or uh you know prompt yeah be inspired right? exactly <laughs> yes this is be inspired podcast <laughs> and what i'm looking to do as some of you who are regular listeners know i want to just chat with people who have inspired me and i know that in my being inspired you too will be inspired as well now bob's drifting around the uh art gallery today and uh, perhaps not an eager participant, perhaps we'll catch him some other time. But this is my opportunity just to thank him, really, for inspiring all of us with his artwork. He's doing artwork in Rockport, right? Yes, yes, he is. And I would assume that his subject matter has shifted from the fields and meadows and barns of... Right. From the farms and landscapes of Pennsylvania to... to Gloucester Harbor and the seascapes and streetscapes and yeah more more that. very good and hopefully he and you are having a wonderful time we are we are excellent well thank you so much for being with me today and thank being you. part of my fledgling efforts here at well, all recording the best of it. Thank, thank you, you very much Sandy join us next time um, visit be inspired podcast on any of your favorite places where you listen to podcasts and um anyway i'll be inspired and again share with you what inspires me so that you can be be inspired too thank you for downloading this episode of the be inspired podcast if you enjoyed the be inspired podcast please subscribe to be notified of new episodes this podcast can be found on apple podcast google podcast Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.